We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. All right, increase. Look at somebody say increase. Adamantbeliever.com forward slash increase.pdf. That's where we're going from today. Scripture, John 15 and 12. This is my commandment that ye love one another as what? I have loved you. Now, sometimes love comes in the form of rebuke. Just like I just did now. If I didn't love, I wouldn't say anything. Right? The Bible tells us that Paul even went up to Peter, who was an apostle of Jesus Christ. Because Peter was doing a a certain thing in front of the Jews that he wouldn't do in front of the Gentiles. And he was kind of playing both sides. And Paul had to go. And the Bible says he rebuked him in front of everyone. Charged him up and said, hey, hey, Peter, man, you wrong. Why did he have to do that? Because so many people were involved. So he had to do it in front of all those that were involved. Some things can be done in private. Some things should be done in private. Amen. But once it's once somebody begins to circulate it and spread it and and all that kind of stuff, then sometimes you got to get up and you got to set the record straight. John 15 and 12. That you love one another as I have loved you. This is a powerful commandment because he's commanded you to love everyone with the same love that he has for us. Y'all, that's some powerful love. To give his life for us, he's telling you, you need to give your life for others. Amen? We must increase our love for one another as the fellowship grows. Our love and what? Our love and tolerance for others should increase as well. Though we do not tolerate what? Sin or sinful behavior. So we're not getting soft on sin to raise the membership. Amen. The LGBT community and all that, we're not doing that. But we do have to tolerate and embrace our personal differences. And identities. Amen? Amen. You can't start the straight hair club in here. Because there's some folks with kinky hair. And then what you going to do about the wigs? So we're not going to allow you. We're not going to allow you. You was wrong for that. I'm going over here. Why? I'm, I'm staying away from that. We, we're not going to. We're not going to allow you to group up in here. Amen? No grouping up. Man, talk to everybody. Every Sunday after service, you ought to be talking to everybody. Amen? You shouldn't be in the corner with the same person every Sunday. That don't even look right. That looks suspect. You need to spread around spread yourself. Go talk to somebody. Stretch. Like the old folks say, scratch yourself. Amen? So, But we're going to tolerate and embrace the differences that we all have. We all have certain differences and different things that stand out about us. So we all are just, you know, we're we're different. So a large, the larger a church grows, the more differences going to manifest, right? The dark skin can't hang out with the dark skin. It's light skin folks in here. Amen. There's some different nationalities in here. Man, we got folks from everywhere in here. So we're going to embrace everyone. We're going we're gonna to love everyone. Because we're all brothers and sisters. 
Amen. Amen. We don't group up in class either. Who has money? We don't even talk money. Who has what in this church? We don't do that in here. Nobody can. Don't you be doing it. You don't know what folks have. That's what my mama used to teach me. You don't know what folks have. And you don't know how they got what they got. So get somewhere and hush. Amen. We all in here just trying to make it. Anybody just trying to make it? We trying to make it in a rough society that don't cater to us. Amen. So quit trying to look for the folks you can borrow from. Amen. As the church grows, you can't call the elders and tell them, well, sister so-and-so done hit me up for like $2,000 in $10 increments. Well, you, (laughs) I need you to figure that situation out on your own. That was 200 times. 200 times she came to you. I mean, by time 15, that should have been a discussion. Amen. We're not doing that in this church house. Amen. But you can't come. Don't come tell elder. Don't tell. We don't want to know. Church too. Look, somebody said church is too big. It's too big. We can't deal with that. The larger church grows, the more differences will manifest. So we got to make sure we love one another in spite of how different we are. And, and some folks are from different beliefs. And they are working on the holiness way. Like, you know, we, we practice the holiness way in here. We just try to live free from sin. Amen. We don't be cussing and junk. <laughs> Amen. I know you was Baptist growing up. So you reserve certain words for when you stomped at your toe and slammed your finger in the door. And you just, you know, certain things just came up. It was okay when you was Baptist. We holiness in here, so we just don't be cussing like that. Amen. Yeah, but we different places, so you got to work on it. Amen. You got to delete your repertoire. Amen. Your worldly repertoire. Amen. So so, so, so you got to embrace those differences with somebody. You might be out with them, and they may slip and cuss. Don't don't write C on their shirt in blood. You used to do it too. You just talk to them, hey man, boy, you 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 mighty upset. They'll be like, I'm sorry, I let that slip. Well, bro, you know, we 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 work on that. I mean, let's let's work on that. Let's make that better. But you don't go tell everybody who calling the elders. Uh, we need an elders meeting. <laughs> I mean, we ain't meeting about that. Amen. We're not meeting about that. So so, Habakkuk two and four says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall do what? I live by his faith. The just is going to live by his faith. Y'all, this is a faith move moving in this church. Y'all know that, right? It's a faith move. We are counting on God to keep us here. When God doesn't want us here, guess what's going to happen? But as long as God allows us to be here, we're going to be here, right? So we are counting on God. This move was a faith move. So I need you here. Amen. I mean, witchcraft just can't manifest in everybody. Then we won't have nobody. I need some of y'all strong enough to resist the witches. Can you do that? Can you get strong enough to keep my chill house? My goodness, everybody can't have a witch. We in trouble. I need you here. So this move was a faith move and we believe in by faith. So we must increase our what? 
faith. The larger we grow, the more faith we must have that God is still what? He's still in control. So we can't micromanage every situation because it's too big. So we have to believe God is what? In control of what? Everything. Our faith keeps us believing that his hand is on our fellowship and he will continue to lead us no matter what size we become. God is in control. How? By faith. So it's our faith that keeps God in control. So you must increase your what? Your faith. Also, we must increase our resistance. James 4 and 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will what? Flee from you. There are a lot of situations that the devil would have would have been gone if you had resisted him. We must increase our what? Resistance. The larger the church, the larger the devil's assignment. Did you know that? When we put a sign up, the devil got mad. When we moved here, the devil got mad. So his assignment became greater. His attack on me, on you, and all of us, it's greater now. He's upset because somebody might see it, come in here, hear the creation role message, and conform. When they conform to the creation role message, 50% of the stuff the devil's going to do, he can't do now. The enemy is walking about seeking the weakest link to snatch away from the fellowship as well as others. So he's walking row to row. Man, when we dismiss and we hit that last note, devils take off, walking, looking, row by row. Who can I get in that will get in other folks? Now, if you just a loner and don't talk to nobody, devil skip right over you. No. no, I need somebody with a big mouth. I need somebody to get in folks' houses. The Bible said these are the sorts that do what? Creep into the houses of silly. It's always the women. The men would just charge it up head on if they're a real man. So they're going to go through the emotional route because the woman's going to feel sorry for and hear them out. You will always know when a person is getting ready to be used by the enemy because they will start sowing discard and variance to attach others to themselves before they leave. Everybody just, uh, you know, when they have the witchcraft in them, they can't just leave. They're going to stay here until they got some folks. Spiritual fortitude is essential to withstand the enemy as the church increases in size. So we have to increase our resistance. The Bible says that we henceforth be no more what? I love this word. The Bible says, don't be a child anymore. Grow up. Look at somebody and say, grow up. No more children. No, you can't be a child no more. No more. You can't be children. Tossed to and fro, carried about with everything everybody said. Anytime somebody say something, you, care, you, 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 you just blow it away with it. No, you can't be children anymore. You got to come to a maturity level. Amen. Where you become seasoned, where you can just stop. No, no, bro. We're not doing that. 
You're not tossed to and fro and everything's upsetting your house that somebody else is dealing with. There ought to come a time when your house is okay. No matter what's going on outside of it. I'm preaching in this place. Yeah. So you can't be tossed about, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of man. Cunning craftiness. Whereby they lie in wait to do what? To deceive. Trick you. We must increase our maturity level. As a church grows, the management of it may lose touch with individual things that it once could manage. We must be able to make it without personal contact from the pastor and leadership. As a big church. Can we do that? Amen. Can we do that? Can, are you going to be okay? With this new building, the new, you, you going to be all right? Are you going to be okay? Y'all, we having a party tonight. Guess how many people going to show up? Signed up. 400. I might not, you might not get to wish me happy birthday. I might not get to shake your hand. You, you going to be okay? I'm serious. After service, are you okay uh, going a Sunday or two without me greeting you? You you have to be. You can't come to me and how you doing, brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, My name's Johnny. I I, I know who you are. Well, I don't know because I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. I, I, I had somebody had that problem. As a matter of fact, it was this week. Uh, see, when, when you text on, so you, I mean, when they text you, they immediately got a response. But you know, when I, when I text you, I didn't get no response. That's because I didn't want to respond. I text whoever I want to text. I deleted your text. I didn't want to even read it. I swipe left and hit delete. And I'll do it again. Text me again. Watch this. I don't have to answer. Man, do it. Last time I talked to AT and T, you know what they told me, Elder? They said this is your fault. Don't mean I don't like you. It just means I don't feel like it. Might it might mean I missed it. You know how many text messages I get. I set my phone on the stand the other day and my wife, she told, she's like, your phone was bleeping and bleeping when I was on break because I took a phone break and I, I just stopped answering. And she said, your phone, I mean, I can run a battery down for all the bleeps and chirps and beeps my phone does. And I have two of them. I got two phones and they both just go out. So I took me a phone break. You know, some folks got offended. Well, I've been trying to reach you all week. Well, I'm on vacation. Well, you had your phone, didn't you? But I've got... I'm sorry, I didn't get, get I, I, I didn't get to get to it. Well, well, so and so said they talked to you the other day. Don't you ain't my boyfriend? You acting gay, brother. That's some that's some homosexual stuff. I ain't homosexual. You getting a little too close. 
But if we increase our maturity, where did I stop? The message is, oh, let me go back. I'm just going to read it all over again. We must increase our maturity level. As the church grows, the management of it may lose touch with the individual things that it once could manage. We must be able to make it without personal contact from the past and leadership. The messages are clear and accessible for us all to glean direction from. Am I right? But if we increase our maturity level, we'll be able to function. By paying attention to what is being preached and praying for God. Oh, sha-ta-ta-ta-ta. Praying for God to address our concerns in the messages provided. Lord, I I, I need a word on this situation. Let me thumb through the true church perspective. I guarantee you it's been covered. Hebrews 5 and 12. But strong meat belongeth to them that are what? Full age, talking about spiritually, full age, even those by, uh, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to do what? Ooh, discern both what? Man, you can't go around always. And I have people tell me that. They, they do that always. Just email me. Oh, brother, oh, brother you, all you talk about is the bad stuff. All you talk about is the bad. Well, I'm the balance. Because all the rest of them talking about the good stuff. But that's strong meat. And that belongs to those that are mature. That's what full age means. They're mature. They can handle it. They have their senses exercised. Meaning they have a lot of practice dealing with both good and evil. So they can discern it. And that's how we have to do. We got to test and try the spirits. Amen. We must increase our what? Our what? discernment amen don't get spooky and weird and come in here with a chicken foot rubbing it on people well, what was that so no, uh, nothing nothing <laughs> Ugh, what? what was that nothing, nothing when a fellowship grows it not only grows for its betterment but it can also be a good place for evil motives to hide evil motives can hide in a big place the bigger the place, the more it can hide. Amen? It can hide in here. It can sit right next to you and get happy on everything and amen everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be an evil motive. The more people you have, the more problems that can hide within. So we must pray for what? Discernment when making friends and embracing people in the ministry. Everyone is not on God's assignment and they can gravely affect your what? Because that's what they're coming after. You think you're just making friends with them. They're coming to destroy your house. Your family is going to pay for it. Every time. can gravely affect your family and future just by being contrary to leadership. Yeah, they come over there just jawing that junk. If you are always the victim of someone down in the ministry to you, then you are probably guilty of it yourself. If that's all you ever hear, they all, man, they always come to me. I know why. Be vigilant so you do not bring judgment upon who? Yourself and who? Well, you better keep your mouth shut. Luke 6 and 38. Give. And it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down and shaken together. Running over shall men do what? For with the same measure that ye mate, 
with all, it shall be measured to you again. We must increase our what? Giving. Big church needs big money. Amen. The more space we acquire, the greater the expenses. It's hot in here right now because we probably need to pay for something. But a big church is just going gonna, gonna to cost something. Amen. Eddie hung a thousand lights in here. It's the Taj Mahal. Uh, it's Car- Carnegie Hall. It's a thousand lights. All them lights cost money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a big church. I mean, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but it costs money. Amen. So get, keep giving. Amen. Keep giving. And y'all, that's the thing I love about ABC. We don't have to get up here and prod you to give. People give to be responsible for what they're getting. And that's always good. Amen. So don't tighten up on the Lord now. Amen. Don't go Mr. Krabs, the Mr. Crab spirit. <laughs> money, money. Don't do that in here. Amen. You give, just give. Because the more you give, the more you'll what? Receive. Do not think that prosperity requires less of you. So don't think because we got it like that, we got it like that. Oh, they don't need it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Amen. Don't get caught up in that. Oh, he got a new pair of sneakers every Sunday. Oh, things must be going. You don't know. They, They might be gifts. Get out of my business and give. Amen. That ain't going to help you be blessed. No way. You worried about me? All the elders dressing nicer these days. That don't have nothing to do. Will you give, please? (laughs) Give as God purposes you to give, no matter how good things may look. Things Things look good because you do give. Amen. First Corinthians 4, 2, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found what? We all are stewards. We, we're stewards of this ministry. You're a good steward of the ministry. That means you're just a worker in the ministry. All of us, we are. We are stewards. So you need to be what? Found what? Faithful. Oh, I thank God for, man, a uh, 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 couple's night out last night, there was more volunteers than children. I told y'all last Sunday, I prophesied. I couldn't even get in there. I walked out. I was like, what are all these people they have in church? <laughs> like 10 kids and 30 workers. Hey, man, but that's the way it should be. And I thank y'all all for coming out and, and, and supporting. That was great of you. That helped a lot. Made things run very, very smoothly. But yeah, when we have stuff at the church, man, we, you need to be here. We must increase our support. When the doors of the church are open, you should be here. Amen. You should be here. Prioritize it. Make it a priority. Your children need to see you coming. Because the devil's just waiting to whisper and blow in their eyes and make them sleepy on Sunday morning. They need to see you committed. Amen. Those of you that are faithful, you're faithful because you saw somebody else being faithful. Growing up, you saw someone faithful. That's why you're faithful. The ones that shifty grew up with shiftiness. Yeah, yeah. The ones that we have problems with in the ministry that talk too much and need to go somewhere and hush, their parents sat around the house talking against the church when they were young. And it gets in the children. They grow up. They're going to do the same thing, but they're going to be worse. 
Some of them leave the church. Don't even want to be in the church. Don't even want the truth that's being preached. Because their parents can't hush. Oh, I'm preaching. That's okay. Oh, it's okay. It really is. But we need your support. Get behind the church. That I mean, come on. Just be here. When the doors of the church open. The more time we spend together, the more we know each other. And we can be knowledgeable when we pray for one another. We can make little, we, we know who to pray for. Got to put, bring people in your mind just because you ran across them on a Sunday. We need your support for the events and special programs that we offer at ABC. It's for you. Try your best to be here and support the ministry with your presence when you are able. Amen. Sometimes you're not able. We understand that. But when you're able, don't be sitting around the house debating on whether or not you should come. That should never be a debate. If you're available to come, man, you ought to be in your car on your way. This is your, look at somebody say, this is your church. It's your church. Proverbs 22 and 10. Cast out the scorner. Kick them out. And the contention is going to go out with them. Yay. I'm not finished. Strife and reproach is going to cease. Stop that mess at the door. Turn them away. Don't let them back. That's what the Bible says. We must increase our what? Our what? Our what? Loyalty. Loyalty. You ought to be able to be trusted. Amen. You ought to question yourself. You ought to look in the mirror and challenge yourself. Can I be trusted? Really? You should ask that. Can I be trusted? Believing God for a good fellowship to attend starts with being a good member. Praise the Lord. When we complain about the things we do not like about the fellowship, we are being a part of the problem. Our concerns should be taken to the Lord in prayer. Or we should just leave. How about that? When we stay at a place where we are discontent or unhappy, then we will bring reproach upon ourselves for causing discord and variance. God's going to punish you for doing that. Well, he's going to allow the consequences to get you. And they're going to, yeah, yeah, you're going you're gonna to be in trouble for bringing discord, especially when people's lives and their souls are in jeopardy. Yeah, you hurt somebody enough to where they leave their source of truth. You're going to pay for that. Yeah. When we stay at a place where we are discontent or unhappy, then we bring reproach upon ourselves. Our children will also develop a disrespectful disposition for the ministry if they hear their parents' grievances and negative opinions. When they come of age, they'll rebel because of the rebellion that was exhibited through their parents. If you're going to be here, then what? Just be here. Just hush and be here. I'm not going to say, oh, well, and there's no perfect church. I hate that. Who's looking for it to be perfect? It's humans in it. You're looking for perfection. Where are you going? Heaven? Jesus said, go and sin. No more. Romans 6 and 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Look at somebody and say, stop sinning. We just have to stop sinning. That's all. 
We just have to stop sinning. Amen. When we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all righteousness, and then we stop. Amen. Just stop. Just go one day without it, without sinning, then go two, then go three, then go four. Let's see how far you can go. We must increase God's righteousness in our lives. We must turn away from our sin and live the best way possible with God's help. We must actively apply the word of God that is being taught and allow it to rebuke, reprove, and purge us. As the end approaches, we will be tried even more concerning our faith and our beliefs. Understand this, y'all. We're going to be tried concerning our faith and our beliefs. So if sin is a lifestyle practice for you, it's going to bring doubt and discouragement. So when you're attacked with the end times attacks concerning your faith and your beliefs, you're going to be scarred because of the sin you carry. And it's going to hurt your belief. Yeah. That's how folks, you, you, you knew them and they was a fire-breathing Holy Ghost field all the time. And now they're Hebrew Israelite. They had sin. They had sin in their life. I promise you they did. And it, it caused that conversion. Yeah. Every time. So we get sin out of our lives. Sin in our lives will bring doubt and discouragement. But when we forsake sin and live righteously, our faith and belief does what? It grows strong. We live for God and we give what? No place to the devil. Place that the devil used to have, he can't have no more. You tell him today. Amen. Just tell him. No, you can't. No, no, I'm not doing that no more. Amen. Just tell him that and mean it and stop. Everyone in here can stop. You have the power to stop. If the power of Christ lives in you, you can stop. There's folks without the power of Christ in them and they stop. There's some unsaved ex-crackheads. They stopped. With no, no God nowhere, just stopped. If a crackhead can stop, you can stop. Amen? Live for God and give no place to the devil. All of these things that should increase will do so when we what? Oh, y'all, let me tell you something. Lord have mercy. I preached the truth behind hip-hop. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember them videos? Y'all, y'all remember that, right? I'm, that, I'm the same dude. I preached that message years and years ago. Preached the truth behind hip-hop. The whole basis of the message was to deny pride. Decrease. Deny yourself. Don't seek fame. Don't seek notoriety. Don't seek being lifted up by men. But to decrease. And I've tried to live my life under the same thing that I preach. Just decreasing. Just, I ain't trying to look for the spotlight, look for opportunity to show myself and all that. Man, please. Man, if I wanted to be out there, I could go. I don't want to do that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about Jonathan. Sabetha. Landon. That, that's, that's, that's who I'm concerned. I'm not concerned about fame and stuff. Because I started that message 
back in the day, and I still hold true to it. I'm just not looking for notoriety to be seen of men. So you can't join ABC trying to advance yourself. It's not that kind of party. We don't do that here. You can't come here looking to, to, to be something. So please, folks, don't come here with those agendas. Looking to be something to be seen and that kind of stuff. Y'all, there's going to be positions. We're going to call on you to do stuff, whatever, whatever the case. But you got to do it unto the Lord. If I'm doing it unto the Lord, if all these musicians that could go at somewhere and get paid today, come up here and play for free and all of that, man, please. But that's it, y'all. We're not, we're not looking for fame and notoriety and everything. We're just not doing that, y'all. We're doing everything in here unto the Lord. Amen? And, and when you don't do it unto the Lord, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. And hopefully, we can get rid of you. Because you don't belong. Because we all have the same attitude. We're all supposed to be one mind, thinking the same. This is God's church. So whatever we do, we want to do it unto the Lord. Amen? The greater our submission to God, his authority, and his word, the more we will increase in love, faith, resistance, maturity, discernment, giving, loyalty, and righteousness. When we deny ourselves, take up our cross, follow him. We give him an opportunity to do what? If you can deny yourself, you can be better. God can make, if you can get past yourself, God can make you better. If you can deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him, God can make you better. Then we can increase in all the ways required to be a good member and a what? A true, adamant believer. First Thessalonians 3 and 12. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another. And toward all men. Not just in your fellowship, but all men. Even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. Even our Father at the coming of the Lord Jesus with all the saints. So God wants to increase us in love so that we can be better toward all men. Not just in this fellowship, but just better. Better toward your family. Folks start loving you instead of running from you. Better. God wants to make you better. Everyone stand. Y'all, I mean, ABC is just the bomb church. Okay? And I ain't letting nobody come between me and my church. I love being here. Amen? And you should have that attitude too. Look, man, whatever you talking about ain't important enough for me to be sitting around here bringing curses on my family. Amen? I want ABC. I, y'all, I'm telling you, me and my wife look forward to this church being here. We look forward every week to be here. We want to see you. We want to see you here, but we want to see you content. Because as long as you're content, you'll be okay here. Amen. 
That's why the, we preach the That's why all of this is because we want you content. Because as long as you remain content, you're going to be okay. And we're going to get through any issues, any problems. I promise you, the messages that go forth will address your concerns. Amen. It will. So just be here. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to be here. Come on, we're going to do what we did last week. Catch hands with the person next to you. Bow your heads. And y'all, come on, just bow your heads. And we, man, don't you feel like you belong here? I feel like I belong here. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. So I don't want nobody messing that up for me. I want to be here. Over some foolishness, I want to be here. It's not worth it. Tired of foolishness coming my way. I don't want that. I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to hear the messages. I want to laugh at the jokes. I want to hear PJ say, good morning, ABC. <laughs> hear my wife acting crazy when she yelling at the bike. All that. I mean, that's, that's who we are. That's our identity. I want to hear all the different versions of the ABC song. There's about 80 of them. I mean, that's, that's us. That's who we are. So I don't, want, I don't want nobody coming between. I don't want nobody messing that up over some foolishness. It's not worth it. Your children need this place. And their children will need this place. Until Jesus comes, we need each other. I've met some good friends in here. I met some people that I fell in love with in here. Some people I'm very close to in here. Right in here. I wouldn't know them. If it wasn't for this ministry, I wouldn't even know them. Can't go a week without talking to this person or this person. Some of you, it can't go a day. Without, you met them here. Your life is shaped around what's happening right here. Why would you let the devil come and snatch that away from you? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Is it that serious? Is it worth it? Everyone bow your heads. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this fellowship. We know it's not about a church building, but it is about loving one another. Loving our brothers and sisters and forming and forging relationships that will last year after year. Our children growing up with other children that are like-minded. It's important. It is important. So I pray right now, God, everyone under the sound of my voice, as we hold hands as a symbol of unity, togetherness, oneness. God, that we don't allow reproach against this ministry or against our feelings or against our families. God, we're not going to even tolerate that kind of talk anymore. We're not going to tolerate the person that is sowing discord and variance. We're going to mature and increase to a level where we aren't, where we're impervious to the enemy coming that way. No longer tossed about to and fro by the slate of man and crafty cunningness of men. Those that lie in wait to deceive, speak evil of leadership, speak evil of things to us to cause dissension to grow in our hearts. We don't want that, Lord. So I pray right now that you mature us, grow us, 
Jesus so that we will be designers of what is right and wrong. God, so we can protect our homes and our families. And we know no one's perfect. But God, those that are operating in witchcraft to undo what is being done in this ministry, we pray for discernment against that so that we can stand against it. Father God, so that we won't be misled and we can have a place where we can come worship, enjoy, fellowship, and love. And I pray right now, God, that reclusive spirits would just drop off people and they would begin to communicate with others and meet others and not just the same person every week, not just the same. God, help us. Help us to branch out and spread around so more will we, we, we can meet more people and know more people. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that we will just be knitly, fitly, tightly joined together as adamant believers counsel. And we'll give your name to praise, God, for all that you'll be able to do in that environment as we work toward that. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.